Welcome everyone to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Bodcher. Terrific. This episode, we are going to be covering the true story of the now very popular and very famous story of Cocaine Bear. And with the popularity of the story, especially with the newly released film with Cocaine Bear, and now it's on streaming now, and it feels like a relevant time to do an episode on it. It's a very bizarre, stranger-than-fiction story, which are some of our favorite, aren't they, Dave? Yeah. And uh, we are going to be telling the real story of Cocaine Bear, which I was a little worried that there wasn't going to be enough meat on it, but... Through my research, I was able to put it all together, and it really is a wild and crazy story. And we, oh, are, right all, we are also going to be talking about the new film. Uh, Dave and I have both seen it, and we are both gonna we're going to talk about it, kind of give our favorite parts of the film and what we liked and maybe what we disliked about it. But we're just going to give it a talk about it. I think this is going to be a really fun episode. Yeah. Uh, now, Dave, I do feel the need to give a little bit of a disclaimer, though. In this episode, we will be talking about cocaine, and the story does contain drug use. I know we have children that listen to the show, so I think it would be a good idea to just give a little disclaimer. Okay, yeah. That's, I think that's It'll fair. It'll probably have spoils, or spoil the movie, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, little spoiler alerts in the movie when we get to that as well. I mean, in the movie, the bear does a line of cocaine off of a man's severed leg, So there are going to be drug references (laughs) to the show. Spoiler! (laughs) But uh, we're going to try to keep things PG-13. I like to think of us as a PG-13 show, don't you? Okay, yeah, well, I would hope, yeah. Yes, we're we're a PG-13 show, unless we say otherwise. I can only think of one story when we we had to go to a hard R, and that was a long time ago. I think you know which one I'm talking about. I do. Or anytime <laughs> Cheetor's on. Uh, sometimes when Cheetor's <laughs> on. Man. Uh, we, we hope everyone enjoyed our last episode on the Great Emu War. It was another one of these uh, bizarre animal stories that actually happened. But it's also a very silly story dealing with uh, a very silly animal. Aren't emus weird? Yeah. They are a super yeah. weird animal. And we, cov- <laughs> we covered info on emus and told the history of... Of the Great War that made the Australian government look terrible because they lost a war to emus. <laughs> it was a, it was a fun story, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and, we, and we didn't notice. And one thing that we didn't notice is, uh, or we did notice eventually, that our audio took uh, it, it, our audio was not the best in the last episode, and we're sorry about that. It's mostly my fault, and it comes with doing uh, things remotely as it's still new to us. But Dave said that he was gonna. Try to do his best to rework it, and we're gonna try to do release a remastered version of it with better audio. Audio is extremely important to us, right, Dave? Oh yeah, and yeah. it should be to any show. So we were lacking last time, and so we're gonna make it up, and we're gonna put it out uh, with better audio for sure. And yeah. we're like I said, we're still doing things remote, and we're still changing things up and doing things different each time. So uh, and we're hopefully that it will never be an issue again. Yeah. But uh yeah, just kind of bear with us on that. Ha ha ha, get it? <laughs> nice one. You just did cocaine it. bear with us. <laughs> uh but Dave, I, I You is, cocaine do it. You cocaine do it. It didn't work as well. <laughs> I, I don't know, I kind of liked it. Uh Dave, we are joined or I am joined. He's staring at me right now. We are <laughs> we are jo- he's in my room. We are joined by everyone's favorite cheetah. Cheetor, 
And Cheetor has a very special guest joining us this episode. And I'm going to take it to Cheetor so he can introduce him. Hello, gentlemen. I couldn't be happier to introduce my best friend, whom I've had so many travels and adventures with around the world. Oh, he's going to add such a much-needed spice to this very mediocre show. This is Dante the Rainbow Trout. Wow, it's so good to join the show. Cheetor has told me so much about Matt and Dave. And so far, you have more than exceeded my expectations. Dave, such an incredibly handsome man, full of wit and puns. Matt, the extensive research and love for the show is impressive. And my best friend, Cheetor, so good at conning them into your six-figure contract. And with the topic of the episode, I just want to say to the children that drugs are bad. Ah, nice. Oh, wow, Dante. That was really nice of you, man. I got got another animal to this show. (laughs) We really do. I really bought one. I really bought a plush plush rainbow trout now. And now he he, uh, typically hangs out on Cheetor's head in, in my apartment. (laughs) but uh oh wow dante thank you very much that's really kind and you know i must say since dante moved in with me he's been such a delight wow yeah he helps out with all the cleaning he does the vacuuming he does all the dishes he's been wonderful i mean there are times where i think i hear some weird noises at night and i don't know exactly what's going on but uh he's been a very good house guest so far i'm gonna say that (laughs) he's friends with cheetor huh Oh yeah, they're a, a complete opposite of Cheetor. Uh, Cheetor's been—they've been getting along great. We've been having a time. I took him out to dinner the other night. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. You know, Cheetor got his steak rare, and uh, Rainbow and uh, Dante got his. Uh, oh, I don't even know what Rainbow tried to eat off the top of my head, but he got that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, worms. let's. <laughs> yeah, worms. He had some worms. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, one more thing uh, before we get to the story. We just want to thank all the listeners for tuning into us. Uh, this to, uh, Turning into this apparently mediocre show, if you ask Cheetor. But uh, if you enjoy the show, something you can do is give us five stars. Give us a review. It really helps us gain more attention and gain more listeners. Uh, it really does make a difference. So please go ahead and do that. We're on all the platforms. Spotify, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts are our main two. So please go give us five stars on that. All right, but Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. Dave, let's get going by telling the real story of Cocaine Bear. Like, who is right. the bear has also been called Pablo Escobar. <laughs> nice, that's and, a good one. And Cokey the Bear. Not <laughs> nice. Smokey, but Cokey. <laughs> those are, I thought those were pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, we are going back. And we are going back to 1985. So do you know what that means? The time machine. Sometime. Somewhere. We're off the time machine and let's start by meeting a man. We meet a man named Andrew C. Thornton. He was born October 30th, 1944 and grew up in Bourbon County, Kentucky. He came from a wealthy family and was a he was a real uh, he was a man that liked to live on the edge. He's a real uh, danger seeker and he loved adventure. He's a really interesting guy and probably my favorite part of the story is about him. Oh, okay. So and we, we really it's important that we meet him and then we get to know him for for the story. 
So he joined the army as a young man. He was a, as a paratrooper. So I want you to remember that because it's ironic what eventually happens to him. Remember that he, oh, okay. he was a professional paratrooper. Nice. Uh, he even received a Purple Heart for his services. Um, after the army, he became a police officer in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. During his time as a police officer, he accidentally shot himself with a ricocheted bullet. But it, the bullet just grazed his leg. That was just an interesting fact to add. Weird, yeah. Uh, but he volunteered to work on narcotic investigations and narcotic enforcement with the police. Okay. And like I said, he was, uh, there's a couple documentaries I used as sources and they really went over him and like people who used to know him, they interviewed him like he was a really well-liked guy. He was known to be a bit crazy and he, <laughs> but he was well-liked throughout the community. He used to throw like big parties and everybody would be there. He was, he was, a, he was a party guy. He was an event. He was always out for a new adventure type of guy. Huh? Okay. So, as a cop, he partnered with his best friend named Bill Cahan. Bill Canan. They would go to bars okay. and college parties looking for pe- people selling drugs. So they're kind of undercover a bit. <laughs> that sounds that sounds completely wrong. But at least you. But you know, he's like, you you could turn the whole that whole uh, statement around by I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're they're looking to. They're looking for people's drugs. I'm looking for drugs. <laughs> but uh, he, he and uh, Bill Canan, they would uh, go to these parties like undercover looking to bust people. And uh, there are accusations that they would arrest a drug dealer, confiscate the drugs, and instead of turning it into evidence, they'd keep it for themselves. Okay. And par- well, I mean, he does have parties. Right? He does party have guy. parties, yeah. So <laughs> who knows? But uh, and there's accusations that they would sell the drugs, actually. Oh, so right. uh, he he liked this, and it gave him a high. That was a, so not a, really not a very good them. pun. No, <laughs> not a very good pun. Oh. But it gave him a, oh. it gave him a high to sell the drugs. I don't even oh, know if he. I, there's no evidence that. That said anywhere that he does drugs, honestly. So oh, he, okay. he just likes to sell them. He likes the money. And this is where his smuggling career began. So basically, uh, uh, Thornton and Canaan, they're dirty cops. Okay. Definitely dirty cops, uh, for sure. So in 1976, he even got a law degree. And in 19... So he's a really smart guy, too. And he, he came from a wealthy family, so he's got all... All he, you know, he's got everything set up for him, basically. Very privileged. And so he got a law degree. And then in 1977, he quit the police force after what they they believe he quit because he was under invest several investigations. Oh. Uh, nothing ever, ever came through with the investigations, to my knowledge. Okay. But now, now that he's not a cop, he doesn't have to be dirty. Now he can just move into full-time smuggling, baby. <laughs> In 1981, he was among 25 men accused with criminal conspiracy to bring in over a thousand pounds of marijuana to the U.S. Wow. He was later arrested in North Carolina and pleaded not guilty. He ended up serving six months in prison, six months in prison and paid a $500 fine. 
Not well, that's not that's, bad. That's, that's pretty slap pretty, on the wrist. pretty weak. And uh, his yeah. however his law license was also suspended, so now he can't make money being a lawyer or doing law. So uh, he eventually turned back to his criminal ways. <laughs> he got a pilot's license and was flying marijuana from South America into the U.S. And like I said, he loved the excitement that this brought, that this adventure, like smuggling in drugs. He's like, hell yeah, uh-huh. that sounds awesome. Put, sign me up. So he's been doing that. He started doing that. And he was doing it for a good amount of time. Uh, and he had he had lots of uh, partners that he was with. And they were all kind of teaming up and running the drug supply in the Kentucky area, which wasn't a big thing until about the 80s, until they came in. Okay. That's when uh, cocaine really took off was like the sometime in the 80s. Okay. But uh nobody like in the 70s it was marijuana, the 80s was cocaine. But uh not too long later many of his partners that he had been teaming up with, a lot of them started getting arrested. And so they were running more of a marijuana business at the time. So the marijuana business collapsed. It okay. collapses and and then he kind of became kind of a lone wolf and he really upped the ante from going to uh, from marijuana to cocaine. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, cocaine was a big smuggling business in the 80s. Like think of Pablo Escobar. He was in the 80s. I think he yeah. I think he died in like 91 ish. But uh, yeah, okay. Pablo Escobar was most of it was through the 80s. And cocaine is still considered the number two, like to this day, still considered the number two most use uh, recreational drug in the United States. Huh. And the U.S. is actually the number one country to use cocaine. Wow. I don't know why that is, but it is, that is what it is. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, cocaine is kind of known to be a rich man's drug. Very popular with celebrities and uh, wealthy people. Huh. So this makes it a very attractive to smuggle in, because they know that they're, they know they're going to get some money from these rich people, right? Okay, yeah. All right. So, on September 10th, 1985, Thornton was flying a load of cocaine into Kentucky from Columbia. Uh, his goal was to move the cocaine from Lexington. However, there was a pl- there was a planned stop. He was supposed to stop in Georgia to offload some of the cocaine to some other people involved. Make sense? Okay, yeah. Uh, He didn't make the stop, though. Now, this is getting into where the story really takes off. While flying over uh, Chattahoochee National Forest, which is a great name. Chattahoochee. (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) I think of that. Uh, I'm definitely not the person to say it like first person to say it like that i guarantee it but uh so they're at the chattahoochee national forest in northern georgia thornton put his plane on autopilot and started attaching parachutes to duffel bags full of cocaine and dumping them out uh, out the door (laughs) now we aren't sure how much he dumped but it's believed to be several millions dollars worth 20 maybe we don't know exactly Wow. So he's he chucked tons of cocaine in duffel bags and then strapped about 75 pounds of cocaine to himself, and he jumps out the plane with his parachute. Wow. 
remember, he's a paratrooper in the army, so he's kind of a professional, and he was very confident in his abilities, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, something went wrong, and it's up for debate what exactly happened. So, Dave, at this point, we have a few things to go over. You might be a little confused, and that's okay. First, what made him dump millions of dollars of cocaine out the door along with him jumping out himself? Uh-huh. And also, uh, what happened to him after he jumped? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, this and is what... what about the plane? <laughs> what about the plane on it? <laughs> it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. The, the, the plane... Okay, hold on. We got to start here. Okay. Dave, this is why I research off of multiple multiple sources. I had at least over a dozen sources that I used for this story alone because every source was uh, contradicting to the other one. Huh. Every single source had something different. It was, uh, it was a very difficult story to do because all this conflicting information. So that is why I like to do lots of research and uh, use multiple sources for it. Uh-huh. So first, there are several theories on why he, why he dumped and jumped. Okay. Maybe he was paranoid that he was being tracked by the DEA, the uh, Drug Enforcement Administration. Uh, we later find out that nobody was actually tracking him. Oh. So he was not being <laughs> tracked. However, he may have been paranoid about it. And Is that a side effect of cocaine use? <laughs> it's probably. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so it's possible that he was paranoid about it, right? Uh-huh. Okay, that's, a, that's an option. Or maybe this was his plan all along and intentionally dumped and jumped to rip off the cocaine suppliers in Colombia. Oh. And he would say that the cocaine was destroyed in the crash and he would go and try to pick it all up for himself. Oh. Like, there's like, why would he have all the parachutes in a small plane unless to dump out the duffel bags? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, because that yeah, it's hard to think that if he was just paranoid, um, you know, from that time taking off and flying, that he'd already be ready to. And why would he be carrying bags? Why would know? he be carrying so many parachutes? Yeah. So that's a that's a option. However, there's a con like that's not a good idea. Uh, it it's not a good idea to rip off the Colombian cartel. Yeah, you'd have to somehow they would uh, the news to say he died in the crash too, or something. Exactly. Like so it, they would. Then they they would be after him if he did that. Like, yeah. and you don't you don't want to mess with the Colombian cartel back then. That was that's Pablo Escobar. Yeah. So you don't you don't want to mess with them. So it just you know it doesn't really add up. Maybe he had a really good plan that he thought would work, but. Now, there's also a theory that there was a second person on the plane. Ah. And one theory is that it's uh, his old friend, Bill Canan, one of his his dirty cop friend. Okay. And then there's another theory that it was another buddy of his named Bill uh, Bill Leonard, which there is a whole theory that many believe that Thornton tricked Canan or Leonard to go on the smuggling run. And then there's a theory that um, if it was Canaan, Canaan jumped off about the same time as him, and nobody tracked him down again. 
And then okay. there's a theory that Bill uh, Leonard, who got tricked and who crashed with the plane and survived. Huh. We don't know exactly. There is no 100% answer to this. Why he dumped and jumped with the cocaine. We don't know. The sources are all over the place at this part of the story. Okay. So I, okay. I, I, I mean, instead of just saying, like, this is the one that I'm going to choose that happened, I don't know what happened. And uh, every source was like claiming this happened, so it was it get it gets a little hard to determine which what is what. So that's why I used the theories. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, you're following along. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. So it's uh, still a mystery why Thornton dumped and jumped, and it would be it would be nice to ask Thornton himself. But like I said, something went wrong when he jumped. Now, uh, all of the sources get this part right. Because in the morning, so that this was all happening at the in at night. Uh in the morning, <laughs> uh cops received a phone call from an elderly man named Fred Myers saying there is a man laying in his driveway. And the cops kind of like, "What? What do you mean?" Uh, the elderly man was saying, yeah, there's a guy laying in my driveway and there's like a half a parachute open. Uh, and so the <laughs> cops are like, hey, I guess we'll check it out. So they get there and they find there is a man laying in the driveway and it is a very dead Andrew Thornton. Oh, boy. He uh, died from impact with his entire spine broken. Oh, and nice. they, they went into a little more detail, like his eyes were kind of bulging. And so he, he fell from a. Uh, distance. We'll just put it that way. Oh. Now, how did this happen? Right? Yeah. He's Thornton is a professional parachuter. He's been doing it for a long time, so something had to have happened once he jumped out of the plane. And once again, Dave, there are multiple theories. So some believe that the parachute didn't open properly, including the backup one, which is a... like. To have two not open is a kind of, that's a long, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, that's a very rare thing to happen where both of them don't work. Yeah. Another is that he jumped out of the plane, he hit his head, and maybe knocked himself out. Okay. And they did find on his forehead a large bump on it and a large gash or something. So that's a possibility. I think in the... Um, in the Cocaine Bear movie, it starts. The whole movie starts with this exact scene, and I th- yeah. pretty sh- I'm pretty sure in the movie it had him bump his head. Yeah, and then he it did. Yeah, so that's a possibility. Another theory is yeah. the seven. He was he jumped out with seventy five pounds of cocaine on him. <laughs> yeah. So there's a theory of the seventy five bag, uh, seventy five pound bag of cocaine he was carrying was too much weight. Yeah, well, uh, which yeah. is a lot. It's, it's, I remember reading that like jumping out or uh, doing parachuting over God, like two, if you're a little over 200 pounds, then it's a little sketchy. Huh. It's sketchy, or I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen, but yeah, that's what I remember seeing. So you had 75 pounds on to a 165 pound man, maybe. I don't know, but it just it adds some weight. Yeah. And then there's another theory. Or maybe he was too low to the ground when he jumped. Yeah. And that the parachute uh, didn't slow him down enough. I think that sounds probable. 
Could be, yeah. And there are many theories, and maybe it's a combination of many things. We don't know. Maybe there's another one where they said that he jumped out and he hit the back end of the plane when he was jumping. Oh. So, and he got knocked out there. So, we don't know exactly, but somehow something went wrong. And Andrew Thornton, (laughs) isn't that crazy to just crash in someone's driveway? I mean, he was just, he was literally just dumping cocaine all over the Chattahoochee forest. And then he jumps and he lands in someone's driveway. (laughs) But uh, that is the end of our guy, Andrew Thornton. Uh, He was actually a really fun character to learn about. And uh, he died doing what he loved, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So jumping out of planes and delivering cocaine. (laughs) Hell yeah. Sounds sounds like a shirt. (laughs) Dave, imagine being the old guy seeing just some dude laying on your driveway with a parachute open. That's crazy. Maybe he should have investigated himself and taken a bit of the cocaine. (laughs) Yeah. I came up from a newspaper and <laughs> found a dead guy. Well, now I got lots of drugs. <laughs> but the cops on site said they had never seen that much cocaine in real life. That's crazy. And so I looked it up. And so he, he was carrying around 75 pounds of cocaine. That's worth, a, in today's money, that's worth about a million dollars. Wow. So that's Talk a, about your golden parachute, eh? <laughs> Uh, your white parachute, white fluffy yeah. parachute. <laughs> now, uh, now, Dave, at this point, you, you might have forgotten that this is this story is called Cocaine Bear. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, there's a bear in this story, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a bear. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about the bear part now. So to our best knowledge, not long after Thornton dumped the cocaine, some of the cocaine was found, uh, not by a person, but it was found by an American black bear. And if you want to learn all about black bears, we did a whole episode on them. Remember? Yeah, that was uh, back in episode 61, I think. So go check that out if you haven't yet. Bears, black bears are really cool. They're what the things that still gets me about black bears are how amazing they are at climbing. Yeah. They're fast. They're super fast. And we've had plenty of uh, bear, black bear attack stories over this, the whole uh, show. But yeah, go check out uh, episode 61. It's good. It's a good one. And uh, this uh, particular black bear stumbled upon a bag of cocaine. The bear was like, whoa, what a lucky find since I was just on the way to a big forest party. And you know how cool I would look to all the forest creatures if I brought cocaine for everyone? <laughs> but the bear thought, you know, maybe I should try it before I go to the party, right? And so the bear tried it and was like, yeah, this is some good shit. So it had some more and some more. And unfortunately, the bear overdosed on the cocaine and died. Uh, the bear never got to look Whoa. cool in front of the other forest creatures. <laughs> I don't know why, Dave, but I thought it was a funny... I, when I was writing, I was thought it would be as funny as like... Yeah, what if what if all the forest creatures did just have this big ass party, you know, with all the deer, all the squirrels, and all the rabbits, yeah. the bears? They're all, they're all licking it up, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, and they're all just they're just all snorting cocaine together. I don't know why that sounds hilarious. Hey, boo boo, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> that was a good. One. 
Uh, I don't know why I thought that was funny, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the bear did die uh, from oh. cocaine, it, and it did eat enough to overdose and die from it. Hopefully it had a, some fun beforehand. See, well, hey, I guess it's proof. Drugs can kill. Yeah. Drug, what, what did uh, Dante say? Drugs are bad. That's right. It wasn't until a few months later in December that the bear, that the dead bear was found. So it wasn't found for a few months later. Oh, wow. Okay. And they also found a bunch of cocaine. The bag that the bear found and had eaten was completely ripped open, obviously. Uh, And so when smugglers put cocaine in something, they put it in like a football sized brick. You know, we've, we've all seen it in movies, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. So the authorities see a dead bear and a bunch of cocaine together. You know, they like did a double look at each other and they're like, so this co- this bear died from cocaine, right? This bear did a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right? They like did a double take at each other, like, right? Okay. But uh <laughs> I don't know, that's how I picture it. And so the bear has been dead for a couple months at this point. So it, there's not much left of it. And uh, so they they took the bear in for a necropsy, which is an autopsy, and they find the bear's stomach Completely full of cocaine. Wow. However... He was he was eating it up for hibernation. She was. Uh, oh, she was. Okay. Yes, it is a she. Uh, oh. Maybe, yeah, for hibernation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She she should have stashed it so she could have some on reserve during hibernation. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but however, only about three to four grams were in the bear's bloodstream. So, it's not a ton of cocaine... But the bear was oh. the bear was only 175 pounds, and it was believed to be a younger bear. That is a good amount of cocaine for a 75 pound mammal, which okay. which is a we did learn it it is a female, but uh, that's it's a good amount of cocaine for a 70 175. Like I'm bigger than that black bear, so I I would be able to take <laughs> more cocaine than she did, <laughs> but. The, the story of the bear dying from cocaine was all in the newspapers all over the country. And the story, you know, that bear just do cocaine. It took a life of its own. And it's even wow. a bigger story and more popular story than it, it now than it was 40 years ago. Huh. And it's funny, if you think about it, if it had been any other animal that died overdosing on cocaine... I don't know if there were the story would have taken off like it did. Yeah. Can you think of any other animal in North America where people would be so enthralled by it? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. A deer or something. It's deer, like, oh, well, eh, big deal. Know. It's a deer, a squirrel. It's a squirrel. Maybe a skunk. Yeah. That'd be funny, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just could be, yeah. goes around spraying everybody instead of uh, eating them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but there—I the, don't know why—but there is something about a bear doing cocaine that is appealing and humorous. Like, doesn't that? It just sounds cool, right? I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Uh, so that really is—that's—that's that's all that happened with the cocaine bear. It all—that's all it took for the story to blow up. Uh, yeah. And Dave, there is a another very interesting part of the story. 
It's uh, it was that? so it's the story of the stuffed cocaine bear, like taxidermy. Huh. So, the story of the stuffed cocaine bear is fun. It's probably not all true, and it's most likely not even the same cocaine bear. But it's 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 a fun story. So just uh, listen for a minute. Uh, so the medical examiner apparently gave the bear to a hunter, who got it taxidermied. Okay. Huh. And then, uh, the bear was put on display at a Chattahoochee forest. But then, a fire endangered the, lo- endangered the lodge, so it was moved to a storage facility. Then, sometime later, it was stolen, and somehow ended up at a pawn shop. <laughs> now, it's at a pawn shop. At the pawn shop, it was bought by country mu- music legend Waylon Jennings. Huh. Waylon then took the bear to Las Vegas, and then a few other things happened, and then it was eventually tracked down by a a store in a mall in Lexington, Kentucky, which is where it currently is. Ah, huh. now this is a fun story, right? That's doesn't that sound pretty cool? This uh, this yeah. this uh, taxidermy cocaine bear had some travels, right? Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, in one of the documentaries that is on, this one is the one on YouTube that I watched. It just It's very recent and it just came out, so everybody should, should go watch it. But uh, this, it's a fun story, but we have a woman who investigated it and to see if any of this was accurate, right? Uh-huh. To see if any of it was. Well, she spoke to the medical examiner, the same man who did the uh, necropsy on the bear, and he said... There is no way that that bear could have been taxidermied in the first place. Because oh. it had been dead for months before they found it. Oh. So it is not in shape to be taxidermied. They're, they're, he's like, maybe they had some like parts of it put on something. But uh, so it Interesting. is. Uh, we're already starting off. That is not actually the cocaine bear. <laughs> I wonder if someone had a taxidermied bear and they go to pawn, you know, pawn stars or something. Hey, this is the cocaine. (laughs) That's actually probably what happened. (laughs) (laughs) And also she, uh, she did some more, uh, investigating and it's even on. So the son of Waylon Jennings, even on his Twitter, I remember seeing that he does. He's like, for once and for all, we never had the cocaine bear. So, (laughs) <laughs> so uh Wayland Jennings probably never even had the cocaine bear. Uh, so rumors and false stories run rampant with the stuffed cocaine bear. Just a fish tale. Uh, Dante knows about those. He does. <laughs> but the uh the supposed real stuffed cocaine bear is now at a store in a mall in Lexington in Lexington, Kentucky, and they sell tons of cocaine bear merchandise. Oh, it's really? basically a gift shop of cocaine bear stuff in this store of this in this mall in Lexington, Kentucky. Nice. And Bags so of powdered sugar that you can <laughs> stuff into its mouth. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, they say the bear. They say that the bear is real, and the mark on the bear's stomach from the necropsy proves it. Yeah. Wow. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> and they, so funny. they actually wrote a letter back to the investigator woman. She was trying to get a hold of him and they wrote her back and uh, they were saying it's real with basically a wink, wink at the end. Oh, 
So no, the is so is the co is the real cocaine is it the real cocaine bear? No, it's not. <laughs> is it fun to think it is though? Yes. Yeah. I I think <laughs> if it's just like one of those just go along with it kind of things. Yeah. So just like yeah. that sounds fun to believe. Let's just yeah. let's just believe it's the real cocaine bear. Like mean, I know it's not, but let's just yeah. pretend to believe. Yeah, it's like trying to tell an eight-year-old the tooth fairy doesn't exist. Uh, no, they're 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 real. <laughs> but I got a dollar under my pillow. Oh wait, shoot! There's probably we might have eight-year-olds that watch this. Well, damn, Dave, oh, you're man. ruining their dreams now. <laughs> uh, it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tooth fairy's real. Cocaine <laughs> bear's real. Okay, moving along. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Dave, that is the maybe possibly true story of cocaine bear oh it's a lot different from the movie it's very much different from the movie the movie follows (laughs) it for about the first two minutes and then (laughs) yeah it's got two minutes of real maybe real we don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah which is the story's wild because like every source i looked at had different accounts and it was all conflicting and nobody knows the whole full story huh it's amazing how, like, you know, just like, what's that game you call the telephone where you say something and then somebody else says something, but it's slightly different. Yeah. And then it just keeps getting different until it's just completely fabricated. Yeah. So the only thing that we know is Andrew Thornton was a drug smuggler and he did dump cocaine and he did parachute onto pavement. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is, uh, that's about all of the real truth. Oh, and we know that a bear did overdose on cocaine of course okay yeah and the tab the newspapers it just the story just took off and people became really interested in it and that's where all these all these uh different versions of the story like the even the uh store like they have a plaque in front of it and like this is pablo escobar (laughs) and he ate 75 pounds of cocaine which is absolutely not true (laughs) yeah yeah what do they say how much did they find in him something grams isn't it uh, in the bloodstream, but he did eat a bunch, oh, or she okay. did, excuse me, she ate a bunch, and so uh, we don't know exactly. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that was the best information I could find. So uh, this whole story was the best I could do because nobody knows the exact story. Okay, and Dave, with it being a really crazy story, especially my favorite part's Andrew Thornton, to be honest. And <laughs> that is the thought I just think he's a funny, fun character. Yeah, and the thought of a, and also you know the thought of a bear on cocaine. It eventually got made into a movie. Yeah. The movie Cocaine Bear was released earlier this year and is now streaming on Peacock. Dave, we both watched the movie. Yep. I don't know how fresh in your mind it is, but what did you think of it? I I actually enjoyed it. Is it a blockbuster hit? No, it's not that kind of a movie. But right, I thought it was fun. I, and yeah, it was, and yet, well, yeah. If it was, it was stupid. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was great. I mean, it was like everything, you know. It, yeah, I, it had everything. Yeah, it was, and you know, like it's. I guess it's kind of like a horror, dark comedy, or adventure. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just it's like it's everything. like all the things. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, crazy. And, and I, for I, me, it was that, basic. That's pretty amazing that they're able to do that, too, to be honest. I think so. Give them you know? credit. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was basically exactly what I thought it was going to be, like, just a dumb, fun B-movie. Yeah. 
Which yeah. I think was what it was going for anyway. As a as a dumb it, fun B movie, it's great. It really is. Yeah, it's well it's done. Fun. Like I was surprised. It was well done. I get the stuff, you know. But if yeah. you're going as a movie, it's like this is stupid. But yet, it's not stupid, you know. And, and it's <laughs> it's it's great. And yet, it's the worst. I don't know how else to put it. It's like it's everything. It's, that's what you. That's what you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, but yeah, I the, the it. movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. The movie is based on the cocaine bear story, but it obviously it adds the idea of what uh, a bear on cocaine. What happens if a bear on cocaine goes crazy and attacks people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So absolutely not based on a true story or real events that happen. Yeah. So apparently, if a bear uh, ingests cocaine, it goes. It does go completely Pablo Escobar. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the movie has a really good cast, too. So it stars uh, Aiden, I don't know how to say his last name, Aiden Enreich. The guy, he's the guy who was also Han Solo. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's young Han Solo. The, he was the son of the main gangster, Ray Liotta. Okay. I didn't yeah, catch and, that. And uh, Margot Martindale, she was the um, forest ranger. Yeah. Who acts... Okay, spoiler alert, some guys, by oh, the yeah, way. Yeah. We said that at the top, but uh, she was the one who shot that one kid in the face. <laughs> She's hilarious. I love Margo. The one young adult, but not a kid. It was a, it was an adult, but... She always... To me, she's a great actress. She's great. I, I'm I actually not familiar her. with her. I don't oh, even know what she's in. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Gee. She's great. Yeah, I love her stuff. But I thought she was hilarious in this. She's... Uh, like, she just plays... Her character so well, and and even uh the um the, uh the guy that she well yeah it's already been sp- the spoiler is already there but the guy she likes Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character yeah 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 oh man their interactions were so hilarious like it was great they, they played their good, characters yeah. so good it was hilarious you, totally to- <laughs> yeah I, I I I loved it it was funny she she probably had the worst death <laughs> it was hilarious too. The- <laughs> I was. I'm surprised that you liked it. Oh, that so I was much. laughing at her parts, even the parts you probably know would normally laugh. It was hilarious. I just thought it was great. They just yeah, did it she, so she well. was really good in it. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Carrie Russell. She was the mom. Yeah. And then um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He was the the black guy who looks just like Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a younger Ice Cube. And his character was great too. It was yeah, for he was some good. reason like the character, like the dialogue, which is what's funny because the the story. If you think of the storyline, it's it's just it's just dumb, ridiculous. But <laughs> the dialogue of the character interactions was great. Like there was, was some, yeah, there like was some. Qu- it was almost like a Quentin Tarantino t- type without all the uh, com- you know complete swearing or you know every character's being out there. It was just right. nice banter back and forth. It was great. Yeah, well, especially with him and uh, Aiden Enreich's uh, character, they were like good friends. Yeah, in it. and they they survived too, so that's good. And then great. we have uh, uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He was from he's from Modern Family. Yeah, uh, he was really good in it. Like you said, you liked you liked him, except for he did, he does not survive it. Oh no, he <laughs> yeah, he has, <laughs> he's such a good. He's job the yeah, his uh, his leg is the one the bear does cocaine off of. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> And obviously, um, Ray Liotta, he's super famous, and yeah. he is actually, he's passed away. 
This might have been his last film. Wow. That's crazy to think. But he was, yeah, yeah, he was, he's a big time movie star. Super oh, yeah. famous. Yeah. yeah he, he passed away within the last year. Oh, that's crazy. And the uh, the film was directed by Elizabeth Banks, who's someone I've always liked. Yeah, I was thinking she was in the movie, and I'm like, by the end, I'm like, she wasn't even in it. And then I realized she directed it. Yeah, she was the director. And it was funny, Dave, I was uh, watching some Conan O'Brien, who you know I'm a big fan. I love Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I like him too. But he he had her on his podcast, and they were apparently, and before that, they went to lunch together, and Conan asked her if she'd seen the trailer for Cocaine Bear. She's like, yeah, that's my movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Conan didn't even know that. Oh but yeah, I love Conan O'Brien. He's he's like my favorite. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, uh, when the trailer was first released, it went viral. Like it, the trailer went viral, and it was when it was released, it went it did pretty well. It had a budget of thirty about thirty million and made around eighty eight million. Oh, that's good. So it did good, yeah. and it has pretty decent reviews, especially for the kind of movie that it is. Yeah, it has a sixty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. I, which is which is not bad for the type of movie that it is. Yeah, I, it's hard. It's yeah. I don't know how you. Uh, and who, I, I, I don't know understand. how they rate it either. But. Yeah, I mean, if it's rated in terms of movies of all time, like every genre and everything, I guess I could understand that. But when you're thinking of a fun movie, oh man, I've got this. It's up there. <laughs> it's well done. Yeah, I thought it was great. And what, but what's funny at the same time, it's not at, at parts. You know, I mean, like there were parts like. <laughs> Like uh, a special effects parts. It's like, uh, like you know, again, possibly, you know, it'll be a spoiler. But again, um, like a special effect they use, like, you know, you know how they like to do horror movies sometimes where all of a sudden someone's yanked off screen or off camera, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. But when you, 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 there's no bear. You totally just see someone like, ah, like an invisible yank, you know, and you're like, what the heck? That was ridiculous. But then at the same time, it's hilarious when it starts right. going into that. Like, it's, I don't know, like, it, it's almost like they use that and play off of it. it, it yeah, there was some, that- there was some brilliance to it, I could see, but but uh, it was it was funny. Like, even mm. when when uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character falls like complete ridiculous fall, you know. <laughs> After he gets attacked, yeah, totally, you know, totally, totally off uh, deny d- d- um, physics. Like it's not a. Uh, oh yeah, it didn't. Yeah, physics. He didn't fall, give a crap you know? about physics. Just, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. I will. I will say though, Dave, the film is definitely a hard R rated yeah, R. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably bloody. not for young children. No. Yeah, it mostly it's mostly due to the bear attack scenes, uh, and I guess like people get their rims lip uh, ripped off. Somebody gets dragged on pavement, shot in the head, <laughs> and hilarious. bear mauling's galore. It was hilarious, <laughs> but at the same time disturbing. You know, it's like oh. yeah, yeah, but yeah. So no. violence, swearing, and drug references. For that's what it is. Uh, it's not for everyone either. But uh, it's I think for the a lot of the Force of Nature fans, they 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 would enjoy it. So. Go yeah. watch it. It's on Peacock. Dave, did you have a favorite part though? You know, I, I, I actually liked Margot Ro- Margot's death scene on there, but there's just <laughs> so the pavement crazy. Yeah, it's like. It's not, oh yeah, that's where the that's where the bear goes. Is well, that's where the bear is running at at the ambulance, and it's like hauling, and it jumps up in and into the ambulance, attacks the guy, and throws Margot's character off as she hits the pavement. 
Yeah, she's in a stretcher. And then it so, her. so her arms are yeah. down, you know, and everything, and it just falls. You know, she she falls the complete. She falls face first on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the woman driving, she crashes the car and kills herself. And then the guy is dead from the bear mauling. And then the bear just gets out of the car and walks off. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was funny. <laughs> I mean, even the interactions where she's like talking about how she likes Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character. You know, I mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Just just the way she talks. <laughs> and then when they're together, and you know, she tries. The little flirting stuff, you know, it's it's. I, it was just funny. Yeah, was, there's there's good my character work in it. Were when she was in there, I, I just, That's just she's your favorite. Yeah, I was just laughing okay. my head off of that stuff. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> my favorite uh, were the kids actually. Oh, yeah, they the, they did a good job. They did a great job. Kids I think especially the little time, boy they did good. Yeah, the little boy was my. They like didn't they like pretend to do cocaine or he was like. I do cocaine. You should try oh, yeah. in front of the girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my, my favorite, my favorite line in the whole movie was near the end when they're in the bear cave and the bear cubs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the bear cubs have also been doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and like the cocaine is splattered all over them. And the boy looks at him, looks at them and he's like, they look like polar bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was by far my uh, favorite. That made me laugh the most out of everything. It's one of the, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, if you think from a storyline, like this is just getting ridiculous. So they throw a joke in about it, you know, <laughs> it, they look like polar bears. I mean, think about it. It's, as, yeah, it's as ridiculous as the first Godzilla movie when they're like, oh, look, now they're, it made babies, you know, and all this. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with Godzilla, you know, but all of a sudden they wanted to make a movie like that because it's a Jurassic Park, you know? So they, then it became a thing on something that looked like little dinosaurs, but you know, so that's kind of how the cocaine bear, this was all about a cocaine bear. And because, you know, I guess it did get that she was a mother, so decided to say that yeah, she it's was a, mama bear. a mother with two cubs. And so all of a sudden they had cubs in. Kind of like yeah. the Godzilla movie, you know? And they make fun of it. I know what you're talking about. But, yeah. But uh, also, Dave, in the, remember in the very beginning when the couple that they're uh, hiking, you know, they're just having a really nice conversation because yeah. they're, they're engaged and they're talking about when they're going to get married and they're yeah. taking photos of nature. And then they're like, they see the bear and the bear's like, you know, scratching itself and kind of being weird. And then they're like, they take it, their eyes off of it for a second. Yeah. And it just like like stands up like way close to him they're like oh it's like an oh shit moment yeah (laughs) okay and the guy's like don't run and she runs and (laughs) the bear chases him and it it ends up killing her yeah and then we find the guy what happened to the guy later we found him later yeah he uh, i'm trying to remember i'm pretty sure he died he gets with the mom and kids uh i I don't remember i don't remember if he got he just made it out and got away I don't but think that so. That doesn't I'm make sure sense. That. It doesn't make sense in a movie like that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what happened though. I can't remember. I can't myself, remember now but, uh... either. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, that's but amazing. Yeah, that... Even those characters, the smaller characters like that, they they, they had were good such stuff. good. It was, yeah, it was always in pairs. You know, good back and forth with them with the dialogue. They did a great. Yeah. All the actors did a great job on their characters. I mean, they were all just fun. They're entertaining. Yeah. Fun people to watch. You know. People you could relate you and I are, to, you know. You and I are actors, so we can we can tell, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm honestly a little surprised you liked it this much, but that's great. I did. I mean, yeah, there were. You liked it more like, than I did, but. Oh really? Yeah, I was like. This oh, is I liked stupid. it, but like you liked it more. <laughs> I I yeah, I don't know. To me, it was it was great because I don't have you know you don't see, uh, honestly you know. 
dialogue to me lately has been kind of cheap or childish. This was mm-hmm. like fun, believable. Like it, no, it really that's got the part you enjoyed. Well, yeah, you're an actor, so you can. That's that's good that you noticed that. Yeah. But uh, overall, it was a fun time. So if you like that kind of movie, go check it out and feel free to let us know what you thought. If you if you didn't like it, if you liked it, let us know. And yeah, we did give spoiler alert, but you know, you should have seen it by now. <laughs> yeah, go see it. Even Man. even if it's spoiled, it's still fun. It's just a yeah fun movie. Yeah, Dave. Something I thought about before is uh, possibly covering more animal movies like that and kind of dive into the movie aspect. Since oh. well, you we're both into movies and we're both actors, so uh, maybe, maybe uh, let us know. Everybody, let us know if you think that's a good idea. There's so many of them, so. We could pick out the dumbest ones, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. So it really would be fun, and we can just kind of do like a little 20-minute bit on them. I don't yeah. know. It's an option. So let us know if you think that would be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I think that is going to wrap up the show. I hope you and everyone enjoyed the story of Andrew Thornton and Cocaine Bear. It was, Like I said, it was a hard episode, episode to put together with all the conflicting resource, yeah. uh, sources but yeah. and inconsistent information. But yeah. I, 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 I always believe when researching something, you have to get uh, different topics from different points of views to really get a grasp on something that you want to know about. So that's yeah. what I, I believe that I did that. Hopefully you think I did too. Yeah, good job, man. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> It didn't, uh, and didn't I follow the movie very well, though. <laughs> no, it didn't. And there's also actually so on Peacock they um, they released a documentary as well. So there's a brand new documentary on Cocaine Bear. And have you seen that? And I yeah I wa- oh yeah I, wa- I had to watch it like twice. And I watched there's one on YouTube too that just came out called I can't remember, Blow. Oh, <laughs> so I I just watched I watched them all yeah like twice and then I read lots of stuff and yeah every every one of them is different you'll know what I mean if you watch both of the uh, um, documentaries you'll be like yeah he's right right okay right on all right um all right yeah that was a fun episode uh so I haven't decided what we will be covering next episode so it could be anything honestly Ooh. like I don't know we'll see for some reason I. Like I think I think about things and like we we do need to do hippos. Yeah. But I'm also thinking like giraffes would be pretty cool. Ooh, yeah, that could be good too. That came out of nowhere. So maybe maybe we'll do like a solo episode on an animal. Like we haven't really done that in a, quite a long time. So we'll see. I don't know. I do know of uh, giraffes killing people before. Okay. So we could always if, you, if that's what you want, we can do that. Uh we'll see. I don't know. Okay. It could be anything. Maybe I'll maybe I'll think of something else in between because I wanted to do walrus too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested in the walrus. Yeah. So it, it really could be anything next time. So you'll, I guess you'll figure out when we put it out. Ooh. But uh, Dave, if our wonderful listeners want to help us out, what is something they could do for us? Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. It really helps us gain more attention, get more listeners. If you really want to help us out, you could be a little bit like Thornton. Maybe uh, drop some cash our way via, <laughs> via PayPal or Venmo. Very good. I like this. Dave, you always have the good references there. That's, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite parts of the show is when you do that. <laughs> but yes, uh, you can feel free to donate to the show uh, on Venmo on my personal account. And uh, uh, we have a 
an account on PayPal. It's all in the description below. And when I say the description below, just look at the um, whatever you're listening on and you can see like you can read what the topic of the episode is about. I had some questions about this earlier, so you just, it's just what the topic is about. Then you can see in the description below and you can have all our information there and, and feel free to uh, write us an email. Say what? Uh, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Say whatever you want. Suggest an episode idea. Tell us a cool story. If you were someone you know with an animal, a cool animal story. Oh, and Dave, uh, I have a big time alert for you. We got more Ooh. t-shirts. <laughs> we, uh, I just, I haven't gotten. I'm getting them tomorrow. I'm picking them up tomorrow, I think. And we have more t-shirts made, and they are for sale. Uh, these are they're really dope t-shirts too. And oh, if, yeah. if you want one, I'll, I'm going to put a, another picture on our social media so people will refresh people's minds. We had a bunch of people buy them before. But uh, it, so if you want a Force of Nature T-shirt, all you got to do is message us on Facebook or on Instagram and I'll get I'll get back to you immediately. Uh, and you, then you like send your information to me and then I'll deliver it. We don't go through anybody. So that's just an easiest way to, for us to do it. Yeah, and they're, they're really good shirts. My family still wears them. Oh yeah, dude, I still wear mine. It's well, like what? We'll find two years... if you if you ever follow us on Facebook once in a while, you'll randomly find a picture of one of us wearing our Force, Force of Nature, Nature shirts. Nature yeah, shirt. I, I I started a new job, and I've already sold a couple to my buddies there. <laughs> so sweet, they're oh, good. Yeah, they're they're awesome, and they're really good shirts. They're multi sex, and they fit really good. My arms feel buff when I wear them. Nice. Uh, but I'm I'm also Dave. I'm also going to get some stickers made soon. I have a sticker guy now. All right, on. So sticker, if buy a T-shirt, we'll give you a sticker for sure. So, but uh, get your Force of Nature merch. I uh, e- message me for, and I'll give you a price. I can't remember what we used to do them for. I'll figure out a price. I haven't done that yet. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, Dave, do you have anything else to add? No, I'm good. All right. Well, let's take it to um our our my really good our good friend Sheetor and uh, the excellent housemate Dante. Uh, what do you guys? Oh, well, hey, you guys got some. You guys got some white stuff on your nose. What? White stuff? What are you talking about? This is a from a powdered donut. We went on a donut run, Matt. I have no idea what you're talking about, Matt. <laughs> uh, this is good stuff. Cheeto, call the strippers. Call the strippers? What are you guys talking about? Dave, I gotta go. You're gonna have to wrap this thing up. Oh, boy. We're... No, guys... Not again. We talked about this. Well, we did this, this is Force of Nature Podcast. Oh. Thank you for joining. We'll see you next time. Bye.